Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 135. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Shuzi, back in the building. What's going on, everybody? Another day, another dollar, another beautiful Tuesday. Um, Out here in Arizona, we've been having some beautiful weather for like today and yesterday. I just want to say thank you for that. Bro. Um, because it was getting hot last week, but um, but I'm, I'm really loving this weather, that's for sure. And I'm loving all these slackers jumping in already. Um, but Strizzy, how are you real quick before we get this thing rolling? I'm good, man. I was I was hooping early yesterday. Like I said, the, the weather's been nice. It's been beautiful. It's, uh, the breeze wasn't too bad to the point where it was carrying the ball away. So, like, it's just really, really nice weather outside, man. I had to get outside for a little bit. Um, you know what I'm saying? I need I, that breeze. I, yeah. That's what I got to – I need something to blame it on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's why. It's because, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the wind <laughs> took a shot. Uh, no, but that's what's up, man. That's what's up, though. Glad to hear you're doing well. And I need to get back out there hooping. It's already been since um, the Thanksgiving uh, debacle, so <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm almost healed up now. So that's what's up. <laughs> um, definitely want to welcome in though these slackers we got with us. We got moms in the building. Hello, hello. We got Earthly tuning in early. We appreciate you, fam. That's Grace right. in the building. Happy Taco Tuesday. And we even got Texas in the house, Mr. Anthony Wesson Jr. So. Um, Anthony West, I'm going to need your t- comments here in a minute for sure when we get when we get really started on this thing. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and pull up our pull up our little bracket here. Oh, with the background. I tried the background now. It's like getting looking kind of crazy, but we'll deal with it for now. We'll see what's popping. Um, well, let's go ahead and get into our, our first topic without much further ado. Let, let, let's make it happen. All right, Strizzy. You ready? You know we got the flag football championship this weekend, okay? Got it, coach. We won three times in a row, right? We're going for the four bit. I got the play, okay? This is gonna be the secret play. I'm gonna draw it here, but we're gonna have to burn this board down because we can't let anybody know, okay, what Nobody. the secret play. Okay, so make sure you're ready to memorize it, okay? Got it. It's better than the annexation of Puerto Rico, okay? This has got nothing on that, okay? okay. We haven't named it yet, but we'll figure it out. And boom, that's the play. Exactly. Four Pete on the way. All right, game time. As we talked about, um, it is time for NFL talk. So we're going to start off with a couple of free agent moves that have happened recently, and I definitely want to, like I said, get some opinions on. Um, but the biggest one over the weekend that happened right after our show last week is Tyreek Hill getting traded to the Dolphins and then getting a massive contract, four years, $120 million. So, Strizzy, I definitely wanted to hear your thoughts on this big move we weren't really expecting. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, we talked, well, I was kind of expecting it, you know what I mean? But like a long time ago, you know, I mentioned a long time ago, maybe about last year or so, that sooner or later their money was going to kind of dry up and they were going to, they weren't going to be able to keep everybody, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. and I, and to be completely honest, I kind of thought that they'd keep Tyreek Hill, maybe let Kelsey go with Kelsey being older. But, uh, but now, man, they, they, they signed Kelsey to a longer contract, I think, last year and decided that, um, they're going to give Mahomes his money and trade Tyreek Hill. Uh, but I think, you know, I, I think this says a little bit more or the questions are a little bit more about like uh, Tua in Miami. You know what I mean? About right. this. They, he, Waddle looked really, really good towards the end of last year. I mean, he was he was burning people. Uh, so I think they have like, two, the two fastest receivers in the league right now on, on, on this team. And uh, Jaseki's a really good uh, tight end. They've got a running game. Like Tua, there's no excuses. You know what I mean? If he can't get it done this year, he might not be a starting quarterback next year so um, I think the expectations are really really high in Miami and they still got a really tough division you know they still have to go against the Bills and the Patriots so we'll see man but hey to us all what Mahomes was able to do the last couple of years man he's, he's gotta uh, make this work to make this work for sure right right no I agree I mean they definitely have a lot of weapons now in Miami they're kind of going all in on that side of it and yeah Tua has to live up to the bill I kind of thought the same thing I'm like okay no excuses now. Um, but part of Tyree Kill's explosiveness in Kansas City was the fact that Mahomes can throw so far down the field, too. Um, and I feel like that that helps and forces defenses to cover him deep. Will they have that in Miami? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but interesting move. I'm just kind of worried about the Chiefs, honestly, as far as where this leaves them. They did make the move to get um, Valdez Scantling from the Packers, who is also a burner. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But their offense might be a little bit more um, – not as explosive, I guess, is what I'm saying. A little bit more down to earth as it, that it has been in past years, but I still have a lot of belief in Patrick Mahomes, so so we'll see. Yeah, um, um, Stephanie Washington stepping in the building. What's good? What's good? Um, hey, yo. Gotta give, 
I got to give a shout out to uh, Stephanie. Uh, we got to see she was uh, riding the Zamboni for her job the other day. Um, so on her social media, she had posted a video of her riding the Zamboni. And that's been a lifelong dream. I mean, that's a bucket list thing. So congratulations, Stephanie, on that. that that's oh, really yeah. cool. That's um, also, Kelly and the boys checking in. Uh, what's good to y'all? Much love. Thank you for being here. So, so yeah, so we'll see. Um, Anthony Weston, our resident Chiefs fanatic, uh, he says he likes the move. They're in a situation where they can, you know, the cap was getting out of hand. And, and, and like, you know, Strizzy, you alluded to, too. So um, I, I will see. Uh, we will see. But he look, seems excited about the new um, the new offensive pieces that they got. Valdez Scanley, Juju Smith-Schuster. So um, I don't know. I, I, and, and four picks in the top 50. So um, we'll see what's up with that. Other interesting news coming out about New Orleans Saints quarterback situation. They recently re-up with Jameis Winston, but now they're also adding Andy Dalton to just be kind of a veteran backup. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, like, but Jameis Winston now will be going into his third year in New Orleans, and it's like he's been there now, but they still are never convinced, like, and really, really fully backing him, you know, really yeah. putting him in a chance where it's, like, unquestioned. So um, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I think part of it too is like, you know, he's coming up the ACL tear, so that's a big deal. So he, I don't know if he'll be, is he going to, do you know if he's ready for the start of the season? I'm not sure if he will or not. Um, they said that he would be. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but I think part of it too is just like, I think they realize or have always known that like Taysom Hill's not quarterback. You know, he's, right. he's fun. He's fun to come in when like Drew Brees was there to like you know, some trickery plays and something different, right? Or something like that. But like, Especially with like Sean Payton as the coach, you know, what I mean, he's a really good coach, knows what he's doing. But like, brand new coaching stuff. I think they're even saying that Taysom Hill is going to be used a lot more as like a tight end now. Right. They did come out and say that he's going to primarily be a tight end, and especially with this move, they don't need another quarterback. I guess exactly, exactly. He that, he's not a quarterback. Um, so yeah, I think I think I think it's a smart move. I think Jameis still has the job locked up, but uh, I think it's nice to have a solid, you know, solid backup quarterback to back Jameis in case he has to go down again. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, last player on this little slide, Jabril Peppers signing a one-year deal with the Patriots. That's kind of a cool move. Um, yeah. He's a savvy veteran player. I think the Patriots will know how to use him. So he kind of in his career. He's solid safety, man. He's solid safety, and they can run with Nick at nickel. So, like, uh, we'll see. And if anyone's going to get the best out of him, it'll be uh, Belichick for sure. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I agree. I think that might squeeze a couple more extra years out of out of his career. So um, that was the latest moves. You know, it's been a whirlwind offseason. We we know. So the moves are definitely slowing down over these past few weeks as teams kind of move into draft mode. So um, some different coaching news came out. Harbaugh for the Ravens got a three year extension. Good. So it looks like he's solid where he's at. His brother's solid in college. So, um, you know, their their family, their folks well taken care of. But the other interesting coaching news that I'd love to hear about from you and the slackers as well is this mandate that came out yesterday that all teams must hire a minority coach um, as an offensive assistant for this upcoming year. So, and this mandate in this mandate, a minority constitutes as anyone from a ethnic or racial minority or a female um, in, in this sense. Um, so I personally will just lead off with saying it's something that they're trying to do to update the Rooney rule, but I've never honestly been a fan of the Rooney <laughs> rule. I feel like you can't mandate uh, equity. So this is just kind of a thing where I feel like teams are going to start just checking the box and they'll be looking at candidates like, oh, you fit this category and you can help us. OK, cool. Which I don't think that that traditionally will 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 change things, but maybe it will give more people a chance to get a foot in the door and, and go from there. But what did you think about that one? I completely agree with you. I think we've talked about we talked about this before. You know, what I mean, it's the Rooney Rule to me has always been like, I'm not racist. I'm a color TV. You know what I'm saying? I'm not racist. My best friend is black. Like, that's how I look at the Rooney Rule, man. And like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I we, we've all for a long time we want to see more color in the NFL on coaching staffs and and in the higher ups. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like sometimes I wish they would just just hire us because we're good at our jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like. And hopefully that's the case, but it still kind of sucks that, like, no matter what, in the back of their minds, they're always going to think to themselves, do I have this job because I'm qualified for this job or do I have this job because I'm Hispanic or because I'm Black or Asian or a woman? Yeah, yeah. because I'm filling a quota. Exactly, man. And that 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 sucks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Hopefully they can get past it. On, on, on the other hand, 
I like that we will see more color and more ethnicity and stuff like that, and, and you know, and, and more women in the league. But it just kind of sucks that this is how it has to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Anthony Price, I think first time commenter. So welcome to the show, Anthony Price. Says I don't like the rule forcing teams to hire random people. Are you hiring for the talent just because of the rule? And that that's that's the question. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. it's a fine line to walk. So. I wanted to feature a couple of the people that have already kind of crossed that barrier without this rule being in place. Uh, those are kind of the pioneers that really forced it to make it happen. But the rest, it's like, it's going to be hard to know, you know, why am I, why am I truly, truly here? So exactly. um, um, Anthony says he likes just rewarding the teams with draft picks, which I mean, that's a different element. I, I don't even really honestly like that personally, because I just feel like it sh there should be nothing behind it. There should be no motivation other than, um, you know what what that person's merit is um but but that's where it's going um that's a new rule that um the nfl is constituting for this year another new rule that we want to talk about on here we have is uh, more overtime so they did update the overtime rules to remove the sudden death element um so now but in the playoffs only so mm -hmm. in the playoffs both teams will get a chance to possess the ball um if that first team you know, scores a touchdown on their first drive, that's kind of thrown out the window. They The other team gets a chance to uh, to score again. Um, so the sudden death part is thrown out the window, I, sh I should say. So um, I kind of liked sudden death. I liked overtime. I liked that there was some finality and some type of consequence to it too. It's like that's raising the stakes for me when you know that you can't really make a mistake or it's really sudden death. But um, there's, you know, a big push to change it. And this actually passed twenty nine to three with the with the votes from each team. So yeah, um, Strizzy, uh, what do you think? How how are you leaning on this one? Man, you already know how I feel about that rule. I've, I've I've been wanting them to change the overtime stuff for a while now. Like I've never really, I've never really been in the sudden death rule only because it's like, like no matter what, like when it's not your team, you usually don't care. But when it happens to your team, that's when you do, right? But at the same time, I just feel like it definitely gives both teams a chance to. To, to try to win, you know what I mean? Like, sudden death for me is for video games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel about it. But, uh, but I, I'm kind of glad about it. I think it's kind of weird that it's only during playoffs, but at the same time, I kind of feel like TV time costs money. You know what I mean? So I think that probably plays a big role into it, too. Right. Yeah, Anthony Price says another stupid rule so teams can tie in the regular season, but not in the playoffs. But, <laughs> you know, the playoffs, there's just so much at stake. Um, um, so, and they, they want to make sure everything's fair. They, they don't like to have those outcomes that are questioned, but yeah, we'll see. I know we differ on that one, but, um, but I, I think that it's interesting to me how much change the NFL is pushing through, um, even with moving the point after try moving the kickoffs, like the last like four or five years, the teams and the NFL is really trying to push to change things. Um, so another thing, another thing I'm curious about too, though, is like, each team will get a chance to score right, but like, what happens if the, you know, what happens if the the the, the game is still tied at the end of overtime? So you know then, well, at the end of over, well, apparently in 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 the playoffs, I think it's just like it keeps going, like you would just play another one. But what's going to happen is, you know, if both teams, for instance, score a touchdown on their first drive, then it becomes sudden death. So gotcha. once the, each team has had an offensive possession, then after that it's sudden death. So, so that's, okay. that's kind of how that's going to work. Okay. Um, I'm cool with that. Like I'm cool with that. Play some defense. Yeah. <laughs> God, some defense. Right. So um, the other thing that they, they did institute is these guardian caps that you see on the top, the um, these helmets are going to be worn by, um, by offense and defensive linemen, certain key players basically um, through the first half of camp to try to reduce um, concussions, head injuries, and just that repetition. Yeah. Um the research has actually been kind of um, kind of on both sides for this as far as like what it actually does, but it says it does reduce the impact by 10%. But other people that are more naysayers for this say like that there's not as many glancing blows and that the that it's more of a thud, um, them coming together because of that material. Yeah. Um, so this is what they're trying out, though. Um, I think like 50 players wore them last year in training camps, but they never really said anything this year now it's a, a mandate that they have to wear it through at, uh, until the, at least the third preseason game. So uh, not during the games, but just practice. practice yeah. That's so. cool. I mean, I'm trying again, trying to protect the players or whatever, but 
And I don't think it's it. Like, I, I understand, like, you want to go, like, as hard as you can without going 100% during, like, OTAs and practice and preseason and all that stuff. But think about how many players we lost last year in the preseason. No, not, not, not even preseason, like, before preseason even started. You know what I mean? Like, true. these guys are professionals. They know what they're doing when the game comes around. Like, we shouldn't be having – they shouldn't be having them going that hard during, you know, before the season starts regardless. You know what I mean? Like, these players are getting hurt, like, way too easily. And look at the yeah. Ravens. They lost their whole team before the season even started. <laughs> All their whole running back room, for sure. Running back crew and their, and their defensive backs. Like, everybody was gone. Yeah. But, no, I think more safety is always good. I'm just yeah. curious if it's going to turn out to actually benefit them or if it's more of a, like, look at this thing because it's, like, a visible thing that they're doing. <laughs> right. This is um, what we're doing. Right. So, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, Anthony says, imagine back in the leather helmet days, and I think, you know, the reason why the leather helmets work more, I feel like they players protected themselves more. Like, they didn't right. go as hard. Like, um, yeah, exactly. I, I think, like, they, they didn't put themselves in harm's way as much, whereas I think players now are bigger, faster, stronger, and they just, like, they just kind of stick their nose in there sometimes when they probably shouldn't. So, um, but Trevor back in the building. Welcome, Trevor. Good to Hello. see you. On OT, he said games are going to be like college. Games are going to never end. <clears throat> um and then uh, he also, though, on this one says, needs to figure out a way to save the running back's knees. Man, yeah. Rest in peace, the Ravens backfield. Rest <laughs> in peace, Todd Gurley, man. He fell off so fast and people just forgot. So, seriously. Um, Anthony asked, would you cut the preseason to two games? Um, <laughs> especially, since they're, especially since they're lengthening the season now to, what, 17 weeks or 18 weeks or whatever it is now with the bye, with the bye week? I would. Yeah. I think – you might as well. I think the teams kind of cut it themselves down. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much, honestly, opportunity it might take away from, like, those edge of the roster guys because they really kind of okay. know. The roster like, so set, except for maybe, like, two or three spots usually. But um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would mind cutting the preseason. I feel like they're not going to, though, because they right. want to get that preseason money too. Exactly. Um, They've already cut it down. Yeah. They've already cut it one game. It's already down to three. Yeah, So and the season ticket holders, like, they still have to pay for those preseason games either way. So. <laughs> um, but the NFL is just set on a schedule of like 20 games for the being the year. So when they took away that, when they added that extra one, they took away the one preseason game, but they still left it at a full 20 games. Um, I don't think that they'll change from that. So um, good stuff there though. Mom's mentioned that Stafford got paid. He did. I, I forgot to put him on that um, as one of those teams that or one of those people that re-signed, but uh, we do have the reminder that the reigning Super Bowl champions are the Rams uh, for now until, until the next season starts though. So, um, Anthony Wesson mentioned before we before we jump off of preseason, they need to use some of these other football leagues as a minor league. I think that that's what the intention may be, and it might be what it becomes. Um, PJ Washington from the Carolina Panthers uh, started in one of those um, one of those alliance football leagues, or or yeah, they were, they were until he got called up. Yeah, oh, so he was on, he was in the XFL, and they were on oh, the XFL. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So. Um, and speaking of that, though, we're only a few weeks away. We have the USFL returning on April 16th. So um, Pops and I will bring you a report from that. We're going to watch the first game and, and see what goes on with that one. So, um, too for the end, 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 of, end of April, but I'm excited for that, too, in a couple of weeks as well. Yeah. We'll have to figure out if we're going to do, like, a mock draft again or, or something like that. So, yeah. um, But Trevor brings up a good point. Those other football leagues need to survive long enough to be a feeder. And so <laughs> far, the last two have tried and failed. Um, let's see what this USFL does. Yep. Does this time so come on, all right, right. figure it out, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, all right, let's keep it moving though. Um, let's hit up our, our next topic of the night. <laughs> all right, NBA talk. Um, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, there's only like six, seven games left, playoffs are going to be starting real soon. Um, and we'll look at take a look at the play-in picture in just a second. But I did want to bring some injury updates. We have a lot of players that have gone down that are like basically been ruled out for the rest of the season. And this is that type of time, I guess, of the year where the teams that are out of it or, you know, some of those players are just not expected back. So we have the rookie for the Cavs, uh, Mobley, um, SGA from the Thunder, and also Jonathan Wiseman that have been ruled out for the rest of the year. Um, the Celtics, Robert Williams, he I put him up there soaring for a block because he has been a, a big piece of their defense. Yeah. Um, he's out for at least a couple weeks with a torn meniscus, um, but I think he will be back for the playoffs. 
But just some injury news there. For me, the biggest one, Jonathan Wiseman not coming back for the Warriors. I was, like, waiting all year to see, like, dang, like, is he going to come back and, like, really make a difference down the stretch? Yeah. Um, but that, that dream has faded, though. I know. It's kind of rough for him. I know it's probably a setback. I know he really wanted to come back. I know the Warriors wanted him back. Uh, for me, I mean, I, don't, I didn't expect them to do a lot in the playoffs, but I think Mobley going down, too, kind of sucked because he's been such a – He's rookie of the year, in my opinion. Like, I don't think it's even close. And, uh, right. I think he, I think he, he still wins it, but uh, I think it kind of stinks going into the playoffs and, and him going down. And then the Celtics, too. They're right now, just with how everything's been going, I think Brooklyn was down last time I checked to Detroit and they just lost like a couple of days ago. Like, um, Celtics and me are still kind of like the, uh, they're a little scary, man. I know I, I hate the Celtics, but they're, they're playing the best basketball of any team right now. That's including the Phoenix Suns. And uh, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of scary. And I mean, they're playing really, really well. Things are slowing down for Tatum. And once – you know what happens when things start slowing down for good players, man. They just they – hit, they hit a new a new gear. So, um, yeah. East is crazy. Four – first four seeds are all separated by one game. <laughs> Celtics were in the first – Celtics were first seed yesterday. Now they're fourth. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, so it's kind of crazy. No, absolutely. It keeps it keeps going back and forth. It's changing by the day for sure with the East. So that'll be a, a narrow race. But um, yeah, Trevor's sad about his boy SGA. Mm -hmm. um, I do have to give credit, though, to Trevor for always sticking with the Thunder um, through thick and thin. For sure. um, <laughs> Unk in the building. Welcome, so Unk. Bad. Thanks for joining in. Appreciate you. Um, and then, yeah, of course, uh, Anthony Price alluded to it. We got in the top right. We got AD and LeBron together again. Um, find it funny that AD's on there. He's always injured every six months or so. For sure, he stay injured. Like my nickname for him is Mr. Glass, yep. but um, he was supposed to potentially come back tonight, but of course he he was ruled out. And then LeBron, after um, turning his ankle on Sunday, was also ruled out. Um, they're getting beat down. I mean, it's sad to say that this is even on my DVR. I'm not going to go back and watch the rest of this game that's happening right now. Um, but we'll see if they come back. But it, it's looking like it might not make a difference at this point. I do want to segue into the playing scenarios. Uh, in the West, but the Lakers are basically tied with the Spurs after tonight, maybe dropping down to that 11 spot and may not even make it into the play in. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say. I've been, I've been kind of hesitant about the Lakers all year and it's just been tough to watch. Um, Marcus ain't even here to give me any type of encouragement. So, you know, <laughs> I know, right? At uh, this point, I, I don't want to say like, I hope they don't make the play in, but you know, I really don't. Uh, I'm really over it at this point, you know. It's really rough because it's like they shouldn't be in this mess. Like even even if like with Russ not necessarily working out, you know what I mean? Because I think there's a lot more there's a lot more wrong with the team than Russell Westbrook not fitting. But right. like they shouldn't be 31 and 43. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way. So and then when I, when I look at the draft. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they like they're still gonna be kind of like middle of the line, I think, in the draft or whatever. But I can't imagine who they take with like say LeBron and AD still there. You know what I mean? Like, I just I I have no clue. Um, I see a change coming. I oh, a change, change is definitely coming. coming. Vogel ain't gonna be there next year. He's definitely gone. I don't know who they grab, but I think he's gone for sure. I think Vogel potentially. I think potentially AD too. Um, I think so? that they might. I think that they might just pull a big surprise and just trade him if they. Depends on what they really want to do with LeBron long term. And if he's going to be there, and if they're going to try to get you know these last two years with LeBron until Bronny comes or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to have to make a move because AD is just not reliable. They wanted to put him Sorry. as the future, but obviously, you know, that hasn't worked out. So. So I, I don't know. Um, Anthony, what's his way? Can happen, but I think that it's going to be something big. Anyway, I think I don't think they're the first round pick either this year. I think he's right, actually, just from trades. Um, yeah. But they probably don't have a first round pick. But yeah, honestly, man, like if they can, the thing that sucks. It's like every time AB gets hurt, his draft stock goes down, and he doesn't. Yeah, even trade have, stock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't even. Uh, yeah, yeah, trading stock. That's a draft stock. His, his trading stock goes down. And that's just his whole career. It's not even like, oh, this season he's been hurt. Like, no, man, his whole career. Like, I can't think of one season where he's missed, you know, less than 15, 20 games. You know what I mean? Like, he misses a lot of games every year. Um, so if they're going to trade him, they got to get him, get him, you know, get something for him now while he's still, what, 29? You know what yeah. I mean? So 
probably the smartest thing to do, get some picks for him or or a big time player for him. You know what I mean? Right. I think that or, could or happen. I don't know. Something. It'd be so funny if they could somehow trade him back to the Pelicans, like <laughs> <laughs> get get Bradley right Ingram back, back. And or something. Right. CJ's um, been pooping, man. He's actually been playing good at point guard for them. Yeah, he has. He has. So it's it's been interesting. They still have to play the Pelicans again on Friday. They're right there neck and neck with them. Yeah. Um, but if they can hold on and, and beat out the Spurs, and you know, they'll get a chance to to play uh, you know, a couple of these teams if possible. But on the other side, on the east side, the Hawks and Hornets is pretty close race nets. Um, and uh, and um, Kyrie is cleared to play, you know, at home games again. But the Hornets actually ruined his home debut the other night by beating the Nets. So that's a close race at the bottom of the East too. Um, so we'll see. I think the Knicks don't have a chance. So I think it will end up uh, Hawks, Hornets, Nets, Cavs. But the Hawks is kind of a scary ten seed because Trey Young is so legit. Like you never know when he might just heat up and go off. So I, I could see them potentially sneaking into the playoffs still depending on how that plays out. So um, Anthony Price says Le- Lakers problem is LeBron trying to be player and coach and GM. And I agree. Like they're like, it seemed like at one point Rob Polinka was like letting clutch sports, like run half the team, like, yeah. and like you make all the decisions and, and that's bad news. Um, but um, one of the best takes I've ever seen because yeah, but like maybe Price is right on it, man. Like, and that's, and yeah. that's kind of been LeBron's problem everywhere. And I think that's, one of the biggest reasons why him and Spo used to butt heads in Miami because Spo was kind of like, this is my team. Like, you play for me not the other way around. You know what I mean? And, you know, he talked about the whole redemption stuff going back to Cleveland or whatever, but I just think he wasn't built for it. And he's kind of shown that, you know what I mean? And, well, and it wasn't Spolster, just Spolster. It was Pat Riley, too. Pat Riley, like, too, for sure. That. Like, he was like, we're not doing all that. And I think that's probably why Frank Vogel is going to be gone because he just hasn't, maybe he's been trying, but he hasn't gotten pushed past that, you know? Yeah. And, and I also think they, he didn't get them to take it seriously enough until too late in the season. Like they yeah. were not, not like really trying their hardest, like <laughs> until it was too late. So, really? um, but Anthony Weston says, I can't remember NBA season where I've watched less Lakers game this year. And yeah, it's painful. Like it's tough. <laughs> um, that's yeah. for sure. So I'm sure it's um, hard. But Laker fans, every Laker fans everywhere, you know what I'm saying? It's like the biggest franchise in the league, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's definitely yeah. rough. Yeah. And ticket price is still the same. You know <laughs> saying? Like still paying for the name. Like, oh man, like come on. <laughs> That's um, the worst part. But yeah. The name on y'all and everything. Like, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um all right, let's let's wrap up NBA talk though. One subject that I am very excited about Nike and um, Vanessa Bryant um, or and slash the Bryant estate have worked out, you know, their, their differences and come to some agreement. And Kobe is back with Nike, uh, which is going to be very exciting. They're going to redo, you know, and, and begin to retro his shoes that came out um, that he wore, you know, when he was alive and when he was hooping. So that's great. You know, at one point there was talk of them kind of taking the logo, taking the signature and trying to create their own thing. But, um, I think that they're back where they should be. I'm glad both sides have come to this agreement. Also, a part of this, they are going to develop a GG sneaker, and there's going to be a big uh, charity element of that, um, with the proceeds going to like you know youth sports specifically, like female youth sports. So, I'm really excited um, about about this news for sure. Like, oh, man, you know, definitely, definitely couldn't agree more. Like, I was, I was, uh, I was pretty upset when, when the first news came around that they might be going separate ways. You know what I mean? So this is this is huge. Um, this is exactly where they need to be. This should have never been an issue in the first place, <laughs> but I'm glad they figured this stuff out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I echo Anthony Weston's sentiments. Hopefully, these dang bots let us humans win the shoe releases um, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Because it's been it was tough to get um, it was tough to get Kobe's shoes, you know, and especially down the stretch, um, it's been it's been it's been a lot harder. So, um, and Unk says I've been watching Kobe games on YouTube. I miss watching him play. He's definitely. Uh, dope, and I know Unk's been grabbing some 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 cards and stuff too, some playing cards. So that's what's yeah. up too. Um, Kelly says a GG sneaker uh, for charity sounds amazing. I definitely agree. I think that that'll be pretty dope, and I know that they'll they'll put a lot of special elements to that. They'll they'll definitely um, not let that one uh, be whack. So for sure. So that's what's up. I think that's all I had for basketball talk. Um, Strizzy, any other ones you want to mention? I know we're 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 at the home stretch, but. 
Yeah, I know. No, man, I was just thinking to, I think to myself, like, you know, we know how, like, NFL uh, flexes games. I think NBA needs to start doing that, too. <laughs> like, like, I get it. Like, you, right now, yeah. Yeah, like, like, just start flexing games. It just makes sense if it's, like, you know, same time slot as another game and it's just a better one. You know what I mean? Like, I think the, the Lakers and and uh, Mavs game is televised right now, but I think the, the Bucks and 76ers game definitely should have been televised. Like, Bucks came back and won by two. You know what I mean? So like Ooh. that definitely was going to be a good game, and we couldn't watch it. So um, I guess started flexing games too, the way the NFL does. That would be cool, especially like yeah, the the TNT. You know, you got the big stars out to talk about it, chucking all them. So mm-hmm. um, that would be pretty cool if they were a little bit more flexible. But you know, we got that league pass too, so really <laughs> right. that's real. Um, well, all right, all right, that's what's up. I think we're gonna go ahead and jump into. Um, other sports. Um, oh, um, Unk says free Britney, free Britney Griner. Yeah. Situation is still going on with her. Um, but U.S. officials were able to see her, and they said that she was um okay. Um, but she's still um on lockdown. That's just crazy. That's so crazy. Um, we'll watch her updates Very on that. Yeah. Um. But all right, I think let's jump into it. Uh, let's hit our our last official topic of the day. So what's next again? Other sports? Oh yeah, yeah, other sports. Okay, yeah. so so not like not football. Yeah, yeah, not basketball. We did that already. Oh okay, like like hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah like hockey. Hockey. hockey feel okay, me? Okay, like like oh like baseball. Yes you know sir. Yes sir. Like like soccer, right? There we go. Like soccer. Like other sports. Yeah. All right, other sports. As we know, MLB starts next Thursday. Very very exciting. Um, we the Slack crew was able to go out to a spring training game last week, which was super super dope. Super um, we did put up a little, um, a little uh, video on the IG, so check that out. But yeah, that was dope, and um, I'm I'm mean, certainly excited for the season. I'm just not sure though. I've been trying to hone in on predictions. I think next Tuesday on show 136, I think we want to do predictions maybe, yeah. um, uh, to see you know just like what who we think maybe like an AL winner, NL winner, like the World Series matchup and then the World Series winner maybe. Um, but, um, for now, uh, I, I'm just excited for baseball where we're figuring out, you know, kind of what those final rosters will be. Um, and spring training, I've been watching a couple of these games too. They're starting to really play a lot of their starters. So that's, right. that's exciting. Um, Trevor says, thank God for baseball. Yeah. It's, it's been, um, it's just one of those things where it's like, they should have never been in the situation they were. And every time they have these lockouts, it just kind of leaves a bad taste, you know? So, yeah. um, but also, Anthony Wesson reminds us the Royals have been hot. They've only lost a couple of games in spring, and yesterday they they put up like 19 points against the Guardians, or 19 runs, I should say, against the Guardians. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully they can carry that over into the season. I'm, I'm expecting a, a, a cool season out of the Royals. Um, so that's what we got for baseball, though. A lot of free agent moves that we t- discussed last week, but we'll we'll probably do like a little bit more for next year. Um, or sorry for next week before, you know, right before the start of the season, Trevor yeah. does say Dodgers getting Freeman makes them on top of their loaded roster, makes them an obvious pick. Um, and that's the thing. I just feel like every time the Dodgers are the obvious pick, they blow it. Um, <laughs> but Freeman, like is just dope to go there. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, actually Albert Pujols signed yeah. a one year deal with the St. Louis Cardinals going back to where it all started for him. Very modest deal compared to the record-breaking contracts that he got through the years. Um, but that's cool. You know, that's fitting. And with the universal DH, he'll be able to play a little bit more, you know, a spot player. So um, congrats to him. It seems right that he's back with his teammates, Yadier Molina and them. Um, sure. That was that was pretty cool. So, so yes, we're definitely excited for baseball. And as that kicks off uh, next week, um, <laughs> Anthony Wesson says, uh, which we'll talk some turning talk, but he says Dodgers are almost like picking Gonzaga. Yep. And um, that's kind of so true. Um, I want to hear Stephanie Washington's thoughts. I, I feel for you on that one, Stephanie. I know she's a big Gonzaga fan, but I think it's time for the coach to go. Like, there's yeah. no other choice. Um, so um, what else? We got – this was a little interesting tidbit from golf, which I just wanted to throw that out there real quick this afternoon. But uh, Tiger's jet was flown down to Augusta National. Yeah. And um, he did a full 18 um, a holes today uh, in a little practice round with his son and with uh, Justin Thomas. So, uh, you know, with some of his close golfing buddies. And the Masters is next weekend. So not this upcoming weekend, but 
but next weekend. So he he um, still has a chance to to play in it, but it hasn't been confirmed if he's going to play or not. Uh, maybe the results or how he feels after today uh, will determine that. But uh, there's maybe a chance that we get to see Tiger at the Masters this year. That would be extremely uh, exciting. Um, yes, that's big for golf in general. So seriously, I wanted to get Marcus's opinion on that to see if he had any little insider information. Yeah, but um, cool. yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. Slackers, you know, oh, we'll all just have to wait and see together. So, um, oh, Trevor says, um, yeah, Scheffler is the new golf world number one. That's true. He he moved up uh, after last weekend um, winning match play. And honestly, like with golf, like I still forget about match play like every time, like exactly how it all works. But um, but yeah, he did win last weekend. Three wins in two months is big time. I think golf is looking for a new dominant force and maybe uh, he will be it because um, the other popular guys like, you know, Kepka and like DeChambeau and some of these other guys are just not as consistent. So um, and yes, bank account on flex. So <laughs> real fat. Um, all right, let's see. Um, the final four, I think that's the last real topic we have for other sports, but we got the final four and, um, this is like, as a a friend, uh, Robert of mine, uh, put it that we used to work with. He said like, this is just like that. We have like a basketball royalty in the final four. Like after all the Cinderella stories and all that stuff, like this is like real deal, legit college basketball, historic colleges. So this is going to be a really great final four. Um, Saturday is the first two games and then Monday night being the championship. So my bracket is busted, but Strizzy, how are you feeling about it? Man, you know, North Carolina's my team, always been my team. So I'm just glad, like, the, with the way we started the year, I'm just glad that we're this far. Um, unfortunately, I don't have them beating Duke this time around. I have Duke winning it all for Coach K this year. Gotcha. Um, just the way uh, if Duke wins, it's rigged. I'm just saying that right now. But but um, but yeah, man, I'm just glad that North Carolina has been kind of killing everyone they've been playing. You know, I mean, Duke's been in some of these closer games, so I think that might I think they might be a little more battle tested. You know what I mean? Um, but with North Carolina being the lower seed, they play a harder team. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Um, yeah, I got Duke winning it all. Gotcha. I think it's some good matchups. I think, yeah, North Carolina-Duke matchup in the Final Four is just insane. Um, And so that should really be high stakes. I hope North Carolina takes them out, but I I don't really know. Um, I will just say, really, St. Peter's, we do have to give them a shout-out. First 15 seed to make the Elite Eight. Uh, They went on a very nice run. But I'm glad North Carolina, you know, put that to bed. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't worried at all. I think the spread was like eight and a half. I was like, I'll take that. They're going to beat us like that. We – we found our right. Yeah. So, um, but definitely shout out to them. Um, and we'll be watching, we'll be tuning into the final four. I don't know who I got at this point. Um, cause Villanova had the player go down. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I um, can't think Villanova's going to make it this far. <laughs> right. I didn't. So I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't really have a prediction. Um, I hate to be on the fence like that, but I really just, I, I don't really know. I'm just going to watch the games though and just see what's happening. Anthony says anybody but Kansas. I'm kind of I'm kind of on that too. Yeah, I would prefer North Carolina or Villanova, but I want I, I want North Carolina for real. honestly. I would love a North Carolina Villanova rematch. That's what I really want. That's what I really want to happen. Yeah, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see on that one. Um, but that's all we had. Oh, what's up? Because I still got a bad taste in my mouth after we lost by a buzzer beater three pointer or whatever the last game that we uh. Last time we made him the championship and lost. True, true. That's true. That would be kind of dope, though. Yeah, a rematch like that would be sick. Yeah. Um, but um, one other note for other sports: soccer, U.S. men's uh, national team looks like they are going to qualify for the World Cup. Uh, World Cup qualifying is going on right now. So, um, shout out to them. Like the U.S. is to me a big deploy- disappointment when it comes to soccer, as far as like, like how big the sport could be here. I know it's not the same as other countries, but still, you know, we have a lot of athletes. We have a lot of good players, so we, we should do better. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I think um, we did, we did well, man. We, we breezed through our topics. It was kind of a light week, yeah. um, honestly, but it's because we're in that like storm, you know, before the, or the quiet before the storm, when everything's about to happen with the, with the NFL playoffs, with, uh, I'm sorry, with the NFL draft, with the NBA playoffs and even NHL playoffs. I was so, the NHL playoffs too, yep. 
Yeah, so we got a lot of things coming to look forward to. I did have one other topic, though, um, <laughs> that I thought we would maybe talk about, you know, just to kind of switch things up. You know, we talk entertainment here, and um, I'm, you know, I'm just saying we, we should probably – we should probably mention what what happened over the weekend with the Oscars. Um, I'm kind of calling this the slap heard around the world. Um, honestly, um, I saw the funniest meme I think I saw. It doesn't really pertain to the actual event. It was just like that, you know. Shout out to like the 30 people watching that let everybody know to like to like go to. <laughs> I know nobody was actually watching this live, but um, I wanted to just hear from the slackers because I know this was a big topic going around for for the past few days and just. If anybody has any thoughts, I didn't want to get a big debate, but I just wanted to hopefully have a, a, a maybe a chuckle about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's what are your thoughts, Ruby? Man, I think Will Smith took it a little too far, and you know that's my dude. So for me, going at Will Smith a little bit is like, damn. But like, I think he, I think he took it a little too far. Like, I understand. So two things. I just found out that Jada had alopecia. I didn't even know. I've also been finding out a ton of people didn't know. Like, like I think I've heard more people who didn't know than those who did. So there's a very solid chance that Chris Rock didn't know either, right? Um, but when you look at Will Smith, he's like cracking up himself, right? Like he's like he's laughing, he's having a good time until that man looked to his left, you know what I'm saying, and saw that his wife was having none of it, right? Now I completely understand standing up for your lady. Like I get that you gotta stand up for your wife, all that fun stuff. But like, you know, that could have happened after the fact. Cameras on around, not at the awards. Even if he had to like walk up, he could have been. He could have told Chris Rock like what was going on. And if Chris Rock was like, "Oh damn, sorry, I didn't know," that gives Chris Rock a chance to apologize. That man just walked up on stage, smacked him, turned around, and walked off. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> what? Like, oh, no, I think he took it a little too far. Yeah, no, I agree. What do you think? I agree. I think he did. And, and just like even honestly between that, the fact that he was allowed to go on and uh, receive his award and have like a like an overdone speech too, like honestly was more concerned for him because I'm just like that's just seemingly out of character for him to like to like really, you know, um, to kind of lose lose control a little bit there. So right. um, also I do think that like, the way he walked towards him, it was kind of like, I don't want to say it was like a punk move, but it was kind of like a bitch slap because like, it I don't think that Chris Rock really, like Chris Rock had his hands down. Like, I think he was leaning in like, oh, this dude's about to tell me a secret or something. Maybe he's about to go off with that. Um, You know, like, but like for him to kind of like even walk up, he didn't have his hands up. He didn't, he wasn't no. like, I'm about to do this or that. You know, he could have started with the heckling that he did first, you know, instead yeah. of just like, and the, what is the setup of the awards that he could just be like, it took him like five, six long strides to get to Chris Rock. Like, I was like, I was like, I don't even understand that. Like, they don't What's have the like, stage anymore. Like, they were just like on the stage. Like, so I don't know. But but I think um, I think that, Unk, you know, Unk mentioned it, he said he, they've had some kind of long standing beef. And I was thinking the same thing, like Shrizzy, you had said, like, that maybe there was more behind this um, yeah. because that was just that was just too much. And when the people that are saying like, I mean, I know everybody has like a numerous opinions about this, but people are saying like, Oh, Chris Rock went too far. It's like comedians make jokes. Like that's literally what they do. Right. Like you can't really uh, like censor comedians or like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, because comedians, that's the whole thing is like, they're going to say outrageous things. They're going to make jokes at people's expense or at situations expense. That's what they do. So man, um, I think like, like name me one you know, award show where a comedian wasn't hosting where he didn't roast the audience, right? Even at the even at the ESPYS, you know, said they roast the audience and the athletes. Like that's what happens. That's what they do. And in Will Smith's apology, he even said it like that's a part of the job, and I let the, and I let it get the best of me when it was you know, talking about Jada. But I'm like, come on, man. Like even like, you know, like in the African American culture, there are so many African African American women. Who cut their hair like that, whether they have alopecia or not, you know what I mean. Like, so I, feel, like, I know I feel like Jada's been like had short hair for a long time, like for a long time. Even before like, she shaved it, it was super short. Yeah, so and Kelly like, said, you know, had no clue with that. Agree that uh, Will overreacted, ruin his own night. But yeah, right? I didn't know it was like something like that. But I don't know. And uh, Trevor says. Because uh, I love the comments, keep them coming, y'all. Yeah, for uh, sure. Says, I'm real. It says a bad presence. If you disagree with the joke, you can assault a man. 
Um, hope this thing doesn't translate to comedy clubs. And I agree, Trevor. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you can get upset or whatever, offended, but that doesn't mean like this is what I have to do or like that I'm because protection to me is like different from like protecting from words versus like a, you know, an assault or something exactly. like that. And I do think that Will Smith, his stature helped him get through that because if it's different people involved, if it's different situation, like he's not accepting that award, like he shouldn't even have been there. But, you know, like to me after that, you would think most people would just be like, yo, you got to get up out of here. You can't just be walking up on stage slapping people. Like imagine if that was Kanye. Imagine if that was like just other people in general, like they'd be like, dude, you got to go. You're out of control. But Will Smith, like it was like, since everybody knew he was going to win or I don't know, like, or people just were so shocked. They didn't know what to do, but I'm like, dang, um, so got I got banned from the MTV Awards just for saying that Beyonce deserved an award over Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just for interrupting her speech. Like, so yeah, if that were Kanye walking up there and smacking somebody, charges probably would have been pressed because no charges or police reports have been have been done about you know Will yet. So, you know, and that's a that's yeah. a shout out to Chris Rock too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he he also his apology was so sincere to me. Like, I think he legit realized that he may or may not have taken that joke a little too far. You know what I mean? But also not pressing charges is pretty, it's a pretty big deal too. Right. No, I, I agree. I, I honestly think that the Chris Rock apology was not needed. Like, right. Will I'm for sorry. sure. Like, Will's for sure. Know. But I mean, but it was, it seemed sincere, you know, um, Anthony Weston says he's a Will Smith guy. He shouldn't have done that. Not going to judge his whole career off one bad moment. And I don't think we all will either. It's just something that is, is, you know, is just one of those things that where it's like, you think about, oh, he's Oscar winning. Like, oh, yeah, he won his first Oscar. That was the night that X, Y, Z. Like, yeah, right? if he doesn't react like this, nobody's going to remember the G.I. Jane joke. But everybody's yes. going to remember this and how he reacted to it. So, um, Grace says, what was in the wrong? Definitely. Chris handled it, though, and nothing wrong with G.I. Jane. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with G.I. Jane being compared to G.I. Jane either. Right. Honestly, like, that's that should – that and, and Chris did stand, stand there – took the slap and was like just shocked i feel like but he handled it professionally um, yeah big time um unk says though he's kind of other he says sometimes comedians forget just keep it professional but comedy is like there is no line it's like an invisible line like there is yeah. no how do you know um yeah. there's certain things you don't touch on you know what i mean like you know you don't touch on diseases yeah. and people have diseases but like he didn't say that you know what i mean like so I don't know. Like I, I just feel like there's a very strong chance that Chris Rock, they're not friends. Chris and Chris and Will aren't friends. They don't, they don't vacation together. They don't hang out together. He doesn't know. I don't know anything about Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't keep up with her. Right, right. Who, who right. does at this point? You know what I'm saying? Unless you watch Red Table Talk, which you already know. Watch. They're going. This is going to be a Red Table Talk in like a month. Bet. Oh, everybody's kind of low key winning after off of it though. Honestly, like Chris Rock's ticket prices have gone up. Yeah. Um, you know, Will Smith's followers have gone up. The Oscars were like loving it. The fact that people are probably maybe, maybe gonna watch next year. Um, <laughs> but I still think the or the like origin of it is just kind of sad though that that's that that's what it's coming from. Um, Kelly says, uh, award shows have writers that even know if we wrote that, and that's true. He could have that could have been like one that they had slipped in there. They're like, Jada will be up front like this one, you know. For real. Um, but um um Trevor says it's not going away, he's gonna talk about it for the rest of his career. Um, dang, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know. Trevor also says Kanye would have been like, "I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm gonna tell you first. Like, I agree with that. At least he would have warned him. Like, I'm gonna let you finish, but first. <laughs> um, oh man, let's see. Unk says well, Smith, they need to slap August Alcina. Like, <laughs> Unk says wrong place and platform to crack jokes. Should have given the guy the flowers. Um, pops in the building. Welcome, pops. Uh, I know, right? Appreciate you jumping on. Chris Rock is terrible loser. Will did the right thing. Bow. All right. So, so uh, we we uh, we see which side that pops is on. That's just crazy though. It's just it's just one of those things where I was like, man, we we gotta make you know we gotta we gotta switch to the slack ENT type and, yeah, and talk yeah. about those. No, for real. It's definitely yeah. a big topic right now. I've made like three videos about it, that's for sure. Oh man. All right. Anthony says, I think we got to need to stop slumping the August stuff with everything. But unfortunately, Anthony, you can't. You can't. Like, I don't know. Pop says, don't mess with a man's wife. Any real man would have done the same. There we go. So I, I do think it's so crazy that there's so many different various opinions about it. But um, 
But yeah, that's I think I was hoping Marcus was going to join us, you know, a little bit late today, but he didn't get a chance to make it. But I was definitely hoping to get Marcus's take on that. Um, but there's just so many layers of this conversation. And, you know, this is just a piece of it. But I'm, I appreciate everybody kind of weighing in on the comments and sure. stuff like that, you know. Um, but there's so many more things that we could be that could be said, you know, about the situation. But definitely uh, love you guys uh, sharing your thoughts on that and, and definitely, definitely appreciate it. So um, with that being said, um, I think we've reached pretty much the end of our show, though. Um, Strizzy, anything you want to plug real quick or, or talk about um, before we move on to next week? Uh, not the one, man. Just really looking forward to playoff basketball. Um, I don't know. Can't wait. Really curious to see on who's going to be playing, who, who's going to finish up the seating. And as much as I hate to play, and I still, you know, want to know who's going to be in there. But uh, it's about it for me. Can't think of anything. Nothing crazy. You? Nothing too much. Nothing too much. Um, I got some couch guests back over there. Um, got the con baby from Raya the Last Dragon. I recently watched that movie. That movie was dope. Um, so check that out on Disney Plus if you need something to watch. Um, with the kiddos or without, it's whatever. Um. But um, no, that's all I got. I'm, I'm definitely excited for this weekend. I've been watching a lot of NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR's last weekend was it was very exciting. The, the ending, the last couple of races or the last couple of laps. So um, yeah, just been checking that out. I'm excited for USFL kind of. I'm excited to watch that with Pops and see what they got for us. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited to transition my mind away from the Lakers and just you know, for me, NBA season's pretty much over. So. <laughs> <laughs> So that's where we're at with that. Um, but um, but um, but yeah, that was Say Like a Champ, episode 135. And we're going to leave it right there. Appreciate all your comments, all your engagement, all your likes, all your subscribes, all that fun stuff. Bro. And we will be back next week um, with episode 136. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Susie. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.